Bags down, spikes on, welcome to the track. Hi, my name is Colin Waitzman, and I'm the host of Track World News, presented by Railroad Athletics. Are you sick of the cookie-cutter training programs? Well, we are too. Railroad Athletics is taking coaching back to the way it should be. Successful coaching requires personal relationships, attention to detail, and constant adjustments, not computer algorithms. That's why railroad athletes stay healthy and crush their personal best. Railroad coaches work one-on-one -on -one with their athletes that are available for text or calls all day, every day. Reach out to our head coach, Hayden Cox, at 404-606-0147. That's 404-606-0147. Or send us an email at railroadathletics at gmail.com to learn more. Railroad Athletics, helping you achieve your goals one step at a time. All right, so now we have day nine of the Olympics, the penultimate day and the second to last episode of, tra of not Track World News, sorry, of 10 Minutes in Tokyo. Uh, today was an interesting day. Now, we only had a morning session if you're here in the United States. But before we get, in, get into all of the action, make sure that you subscribe, leave a review. Uh, really helps us know that you're enjoying everything. Um, loved, loving all the support that we've had so far. And, and really appreciate if you took the you know, extra five seconds out of your day to, to leave a review or, or something like that. Really would like that. Um, Awesome. So yeah, let's get right into the action. So like I said, only at a morning session, not a not a dual session. So similar to like we did, uh, like we had two days ago. Uh, and so starting off, we had Javelin for the women. Xing uh, Lu of China ended up winning with a throw of 66.34. She actually threw that on her very first throw of the day. So it was over pretty much right once it started. She only had one other legal throw. I believe it was her fourth throw. She then had two fouls that she like. She just didn't like it, and she walked over the line. And then she didn't use her last two throws at all. Um, and uh, the the big kind of story, if you're at least a United States fan, is uh, is Maggie Malone. So Maggie Malone, who is the American record holder uh, with a PR of 67.40, she was one of the potential favorites to get a medal. Uh, didn't make it through to get the last six, uh, the last three throws. Uh, she didn't have a, a fantastic day. Something was off. Not sure what it what it might have been, but she ended up only throwing 59.82 and getting 10th place. So just falling out of that uh, that top eight to get those extra throws. You know, it, it stinks, but those types of things happen. You can't perform at your all time best every day. And and you know, being an athlete, you, you may you obviously know some there's extra external factors, and, and who knows what those are. She might have been feeling sick. Might have just not been her day. Cues might not have been there. Might have had some, you know, shoulder tweaks, whatever it might be. Who knows? But uh, congrats to Xing Lu uh, for winning the women's javelin. Then a uh, big story of the day, probably the biggest one, is the, the women's 400. So Shawnee Miller-Webo ended up winning, defending her 2016 Olympic title. She set a new personal best with a time of 48.36. Uh, she ended up getting first. Um, and it was Paulino of the D Dominican Republic got second, set a national record there with a time of 49.20. And then Allison Felix, the five-time Olympian, ended up getting her 10th Olympic medal with a bronze place finish with a season's best of 49.46. And so this was 
uh, a lot of different stories that, that you could say. So the biggest one uh, was pr that it was probably be Allison Felix getting her 10th medal, tying Carl Lewis for the most medals uh, of an American athlete. Uh, and the best part is she still has another race, uh, potentially, with the 4x4 coming up later today, or have already happened if you listen to this, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. So she got her 10th medal, um, tying the uh, American record and just being clearly one of the best Olympians that we've seen uh, of all time, regardless of, of sport and or gender. And so she's just been an awesome uh, light and beacon for all athletes across the world, especially mothers and, and women around the world. Uh, she's inspired so many people. Um, and so it's very exciting to see her um, do well. And it just seems like she performs when she needs to. Like when the lights are brightest and you need a medal, she goes out and she gets it. I mean, she's done it at every single Olympics. She in her very first Olympics, getting second in the 200 and then now getting third in the 400 and potentially, you know, finishing out with the gold today. Uh, she shows up when it matters the most. Um, next, Shauna Miller-Webo, obviously. She completed the sweep of the 400 for the men and women. Uh, Bahamas ended up winning, uh, as you know, two days ago. Stephen Gardner, uh, he won in the 400. And so now Shauna Miller-Webo is winning in the 400 for the, for the women and it was really her race from the beginning. No one really challenged her after uh, the staggers really started to even out. Uh, after that second turn and, and you saw the, the second half of the race, it was clear that this was her race to lose. Uh, no one was taking it, and um, it was a well-deserved uh, favorite that she, that she had gotten in the beginning. Uh, and, and it's clear that that 200, she just really had no plans in doing it two days ago. Uh, she just kind of probably ran to see if she could do it. Um, cause what you're right, you're doing two big time races back to back against elite athletes. It's just not gonna, not gonna be easy, but, uh, congrats to her and congrats to all the other women. Uh, Quinera Hayes of the United States finished in seventh place. Uh, and so now I am interested to see what this women's four by four is going to be. Uh, we're actually going to talk about that later on when we're previewing what's going to be happening today. So if you want to think who to hear who my picks are, wait till later on, later on in the episode, or you could probably just skip if you wanted to hear it. Uh, Next, women's 1500. So we had uh, Kip Yang ended up winning with an Olympic record of 353.11. Uh, so this race was exciting right from the rip because um, Safan Hassan, who was going for the triple, uh, took out the, uh, the pack very quickly. And many people, probably, and me included, thought that she did not want to be leading like off the rip. I thought that she was going to want to try to make it a tactical race and then just try to push at the end since she is usually a really good finisher. But she took it out fast, um, which in my eyes probably wasn't the best idea because you, are, you do have so much more mileage on your legs than everyone else. Um, and so I would think you'd want to be tactical and try to push it at the end and, you know, kind of save that energy. But she actually ended up going out fast and it was her and, and, and Kip Yang the entire time um, up, up top. And then as the last lap came came by, you could tell that uh, Hassan just wasn't going to be able to close it. Uh, Kip Yang ended up passing her and, and Laura Muir also ended up passing her, uh, who got second place and then leaving Hassan getting a bronze medal. But still... She's doing insane, winning the 5K, 
win, getting a bronze medal in the 15. Let's see what she can do in the 10K. It's going to be really, really hard, but um, you know, I feel that she just really wants to win. Uh, interesting storyline. She wasn't actually planning on running the 1500 uh, at all during the Olympics, but when she lost in Morocco to Kip Yang, she was like, nope, I, I got to do it. I need another shot at it because um, she just hates losing. And so that's, that's an awesome mindset to have uh, to hear that. Uh, next, let's uh, let's go to the four by one. So on the women's side, hands down, easy race. Jamaica ended up winning with a time of forty one oh two. United States got second, and then the United Kingdom ended up finishing off in third place. And so, I mean, of course, the you know the Jamaican team is going to win. I mean, they have they had three, the top three finishers in the Olympics just a few days ago uh, at the beginning of the the. Um, you know, the Olympics, and then they had uh, Brianna, Brianna Stewart. She was probably the biggest question mark, and there was almost an issue because Brianna Stewart, who started this race off, it looked like they almost missed the exchange zone. It looked like the, the handoff was very, very late, and it was pretty dang close to not being able to get it in that exchange zone, but luckily she got it off uh, to, I believe it was Elaine Thompson, hurrah, uh, and then um, obviously you're going to have... Um, you're gonna have uh, the the closeout speed just be of, of Shelly and Fraser Price just be unmatchable and and she ended up getting the win uh, for Jamaica. The United States did very well. Um, Prandini, Thompson, uh, Gabby Thomas uh, ended up getting uh, getting some medals and so it was a awesome race for them. Uh, it just really hard to go up against Jamaica. They they were probably they were a team that could have potentially broken the United States world record from 2008, but uh, just wasn't able to, to get it. I think it's probably from that, that very first handoff, but, you know, I mean, world records are hard to beat, so it's not like it, they come around every day. Um, except this Olympics. It seems like world records are going down all the time. Uh, then we go off to the men's 4 by one So this is the race that you could not tell me you could have said eight, any of the teams in the final would win, and I would believe you because there was reason that any of those eight teams could win, especially with the United States not being in the final. And so uh, the winners of this race, this was one of the most, this was one of the closest races, and and definitely one of the most exciting because you couldn't tell who's going to win ever throughout this entire race. But uh, Italy ended up winning by. 0.01 seconds. They ran a time of 37.50. Uh, then the United Kingdom ran a time of 37.51. Super duper close. Uh, that literally came down to the lean at the end. Uh, and then third place went to Canada. So they get back to back bronze medals there. Uh, shout, uh, shout out to them um, because they have uh, one of their one of the guys uh, on their team actually is from my conference. Uh, went to one of my uh, one of my arrival schools, so it's super cool just being able to see um, you know some some NEC love there. Um, what what leg did he actually run? Uh, I think he ran the third one, right? Oh yeah, he ran the third one. Brendan Rodney ran the third one, so that was cool to see uh, see from him. But um, Italy, biggest story for them, they came they had they got five medals in track and field, all five of them gold. Uh, so great for them. Congrats to them. Uh, other team that had multiple medals, uh, all gold Bahamas. They had two medals and they were both gold. So they're one of the two teams that score that got two medals at least. And all of them being gold and five, what in the high jump, the four by one, the 100, uh, wait, high jump four by one, 100. I'm drawing a blank. What were the other two medals that they got? I can't remember, but, uh, yeah, if, if you know, let me know. Uh, but yeah, they, they got five medals, all five of them being gold, so very exciting for them. 
then happening today, uh, obviously it's going to be a shorter episode, not a whole lot going on uh, since it's, we're winding track and field up here. Um, tomorrow on the men's side, same thing as yesterday, or today on the men's side, same thing as yesterday. All of the events are happening in the morning. Uh, we have javelin for the men, 1500, and then the 4x4. And then on the women, we have high jump, 10K, and the 4x4. And then the marathon will be rounding everything out. So um, predictions, men's side, it's going to be better. Uh, there's no one throwing better than him. Uh, now, I mean, yeah, he, it took him a little bit to get the qualifying mark, but uh, I think it took all three throws for him to get that, that big cue from the, the other day. But his personal best is just so much farther than everyone. Uh, he's really close to throwing the, that you know, 90s and 100 meters. Like he's, he's second, I think, all time and has a lot of those, um, those uh, what's it called, all-time lists from like one to, from like two to ten. He has a ton of them. So he's, he's one of the best javelin throwers he's ever seen. So uh, it would take a miracle for him not to, not to win. 1,500. Um, the, my, my, the logical part of my brain says Chariot uh, should be winning, but my heart is going with Cole Hawker. This dude just shows that you don't want to bet against him. I mean, he's been in situations where he's not supposed to win multiple times, and he's came out victorious every time. I mean, so he wasn't supposed to win the NCAAs. He does. He wasn't supposed to win uh, Olympic trials. He does. He wasn't supposed to make it to the finals. He does. So this guy finds a way to make it to the finals and show up big, just like Matt Centrowitz. So, I mean, it's going to come down to how fast this race is going to get out to. If, if Cole Hawker is in the mix by the last lap, by the last 100, if he's within, you know, a few meters of the leader, I'm taking him every time because that dude's closing speed and grit is just unlike any other one. Uh, so I got to go with him. Four by four, uh, it, it shouldn't be any surprises here. The, the men should be winning. Uh, I'm sure Michael Norman uh, is going to want to have a big rebound. Michael Cherry is going to want to have a big rebound. Interested to see who the last two people are going to be. Will it be Randolph Ross? Um, will it be Vernon Norwood? Not sure who those last two people are going to be, uh, but that should be uh, an interesting one there. Uh, on the women's side, uh, for high jump, got Vashti Cunningham, um, daughter of NFL player, former Eagle Randall Cunningham. Uh, she's I got her as the, the winner. She has the second best personal best here, and she's been super consistent, um, showing that she can clear the big bars when, when it matters the most. I believe she is the world or the world champion in 2019 or 2018 uh indoors so she's got uh she's been able to perform for a while um she's been a pro for a bit but she's very young because she ended up going pro out of high school she didn't go to college uh so i got her winning uh 10k um 10k i think a day is going to end up winning this thing uh safan hassan i would 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 be winning it if she didn't have so many races on her legs, but she's going to be really tired. Wouldn't be surprised if Hassan doesn't even actually make it to the final um, or doesn't make it into the medal uh, medal rounds because, I mean, she's put in so many miles on her legs. And then to go back-to-back -back days from running a really fast 1,500 to running a 10K, I don't know. It's that That's going to be really tough. And, you know, Gade's a world record holder, and she had, her legs are completely fresh. So I don't see a way that you can't go go with her winning it. And then uh, same tune on the women's side. Uh, I have the United States winning the 4x4. Now, this is really where it gets interesting. Who is going to be on this 4x4? Now, there are two different ways of going about it. You could say, what's like the political thing of what they're going to do? And then what is the actual best relay that we could put out? So what I think they're going to do 
is I think they're going to put on Allison Felix and Quanera Hayes because both of them made the final. And in the, the 400, uh, Allison Felix has to be on it because she meddled. Quanera Hayes came in second. So I think those two are, get, are locks to being in the 4x4 four four, uh, versus in this political uh, thing. And then I would say third and four would go to Dalia Muhammad and, um, and um, Sydney McLaughlin. Those would be the, the last two there because um, they're you know, world record and former world record holders um, run the 400, 400 hurdles. And so I think that they're probably going to be the best bet for being the next two. Um, but that's not what I have for the 4x4. Four four. Uh, mainly, the, it just comes down with, with Quinera Hayes. I don't have Quinera Hayes going as my uh, my third leg. Or I have a thing Mo putting it there. I mean, she's shown that she can run insanely fast 400-meter times. And she's even vocalized that she plans on doing the 800 and 400-meter double uh, in 2024. Wouldn't be surprised if she tries to go for it at 2022. So she should be there. But I think the fact that she's an 800-meter runner is going to be the stigmatism, and they're not going to want to put her on it, when in reality they should, because she is easily one of the four fastest, if not the fastest, 400-meter runner in the United States right now. Like, I guarantee you, if she decided to run the 400 instead of the 800 this year uh, at the trials, she would have been on. She would have been going to the, the Olympics, and she would have probably won gold. Uh, if not gold, she definitely would have been on that medal contention because she definitely would have been running faster than 49, uh, what was it, 49, 46, uh, 49, 36. So she, is, she better be on that 4x4. I don't think she will, just due to politics of it probably. Um, but I hope that we put our best team out there um, to c capture another gold medal and give Allison Felix her 11th to become the most decorated uh, track and field athlete from the United States of all time. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be it. That is our episode of uh, 10 Minutes in Tokyo. We have our – we're going to have one more episode tomorrow – or, or yeah, one more episode tomorrow – and re recapping all the events that happened today. And then we're going to be going back to our regular scheduled programming of two episodes per week. So then our next episode will be on Tuesday. And then the next, the episode after that will be on Saturday. Uh, that next Saturday episode will most likely be our, the finale of the moving mountains docuseries. Cause we do have one more episode remaining. So we're going to post the, the finale there most likely. Uh, and then we'll be getting back to our interviews on Saturday, have a good lineup of some people coming up so uh, be on the lookout for that uh, otherwise thank you so much for for sticking with us with 10 minutes in tokyo even though it's really been 20 minutes in tokyo we should have really revised the name quickly after but hey what can you do um hope you guys have enjoyed it if you have make sure that you leave a like and subscribe really helps us know that you're enjoying everything uh, and leave a review uh, that also is really helpful so my name's colin have a good one and peace I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that.